Hello, and welcome to The Warranty, where we discuss the terms and conditions of your guaranteed adventure. I'm your GM, Seth, here to talk about Cypher Solutions. So going around the table, we've got... Kyle, who played Bamboo Bumbleschnout. Nathan, who played Rhett Klee. And Tim, who's played Sammy Castiglione. And I'm Seth, your friendly editor. He was not here when we recorded, but he is here tonight as we record this, which did not happen on the same night. <laughs> Wait, what? What? So, the power of editing? No! Not Time even skip. in the same location. Or the <laughs> same month. <laughs> or season. Or season. <laughs> yes. You're revealing our hand. No, oh, no. What are we doing? But the, oh, cool. Roll There's for gambling. No... Roll for gambling. So, uh, Cypher Solutions. Yes. Thoughts. Impressions. Book. Snide remarks. It was super fun. Like, I really enjoyed what it was, what, a three-hour recording session or something that we did. And it was, yeah, it was just super fun. Going back into the world of Rattlestead, what, 50 years in the future, 80 years in the future? Something like 80. that. It was 80. 80? Yep. Yeah. So I've got a good memory, guys. I remember everything that happened in all of our seasons. And don't forget anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Yeah, no problems. <laughs> I so I feel like your I feel like your voices. I really liked them. <laughs> I felt like they were just they were all strong. Yeah. I was a little worried about how Bam was going to come across because it's very different. But I felt like it came across really good in the recording. Yeah. You've got two different channels for Kyle. I do in the in the recording. Yes. Wait, Talk wait. to us about that. <sighs> So when Kyle talked as Kyle, I left it as I normally do. But then when you're Bamboo, I, I you you were so bassy that I actually <laughs> had to adjust some of it, and then I oh, I raised the volume slightly. So it, whenever you go back between Kyle and Bamboo, it it there's two different <laughs> channels happening, and so yeah, I had to change some of the EQ and the way that your voice came across. That way it was a little bit more clearer but i wanted to make it just as distinct and able to be like yeah this is kyle yeah and it works it it shouldn't be noticeable in the recording it should just seem like dave or that kyle just used a different voice so go back though and listen to it um dear listener and give us timestamps of when you notice it so that seth can (laughs) go back into the logic file and (laughs) yeah give me critiques so i can improve (laughs) and ignore your critiques i i thought sammy had a strong voice the whole time i noticed looking it, it was definitely a strong voice i noticed going back like listening through it it was not consistent as far as the accent but that happens yeah i don't know what that's like <laughs> <laughs> like i had i used one of my what are they called savage worlds hindrances i used that as like a to also be a vocal cue to remember what it was like i always had like a a quirk I just went, meh. (laughs) Like, so like half the time I was doing that was to be annoying. The other half the time was to get into character again. Like, like I literally wrote it on my character sheet of like, (laughs) meh. How do you spell that? (laughs) uh, I think like N-Y-E-H or something like that. N as a now? Yeah. I think I put it as an N, even though it was more meh. (laughs) (laughs) I had a m-y-e-h is what i was in my yeah head. like it's yeah. it kind of was an m like you know how there's like the a-e kind of mm-hmm. like the that letter it's the like an M-N. it's like an yeah. m with an extra bump on it sure <laughs> i like i i it made me think of wario every time yes. <laughs> yeah yeah 
Yeah, lis- listening it for me, having not been there, it was it was fun to listen to you all play. I mean, I enjoy playing, but it was it was <laughs> it was fun to live vicariously through you as I edited you. Um, I, I've had a burning question ever since editing, and that is Kyle. <laughs> Why did Bamboo run out of the dentist's office? Oh, it, um, he has a fear of house plants, and there was a plant sitting in the like the hallway. Well, I'm glad we learned that now. <laughs> did you? Did we never mention that up? in the no ep- episode two? No. It comes up more. Like we we didn't. I don't think we ever fleshed it out as to like uh, in Savage Worlds. There's like the hindrances and everything, and um, one is like a fear, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a phobia, and uh, Bam's phobia was houseplants. And why was his phobia houseplants? It's because uh, was it because of his wife? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, his wife left him for a houseplant. For a houseplant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! There's more backstory than I knew. Yeah, <laughs> right. This is great. We talked about that in his backyard the, the night before we. No, it was the same day. The, 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 it was like the, an hour. The, before. The, the, the hour <laughs> yeah, I came up with Bam's entire backstory that an hour before with nice. Seth in his backyard. We well, tend to do that with Seth's campaigns. <laughs> <laughs> what should we play? Uh, Western. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your character in an hour, and we we'll, we'll do it. You yeah. <laughs> know. Rhett, did you – I don't think you ever used your tail much, did you? No, I don't think – like, there's a lot of things that I – like, the way how I built the character and actually got to utilize the character were very different. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the only time – so I just added music to episode two today. And so the, you did use your tail in episode two to hold down the driver that we yanked out of the uh, the car. Yeah. The Bim Bam – what was it? Oh, shoot. The Bam Boom? Yeah, the Bim Bam Boom, <laughs> where the boom was just – the, the <laughs> yeah. lizard sitting on him. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, like there are lots of times that I kind of built him as more of a martial artist, but there was also a very like it was only really the ending where we kind of had like a somewhat of a combat focus to things. So <laughs> kind of felt like if I could go back, I would probably re- rework some of the things. Like maybe like. Give it some of the edges to like swap out with more social ones, but hey. So I'm curious, Seth, since you weren't there when we played it, mm-hmm. did you feel like you figured out mystery stuff before everybody else did? As you listened to it afterwards, um, not necessarily. I called the Mister Big and Mister Smalls. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was funny. I, I also like... took that from a game with my kids. <laughs> yeah, but I think I'm gonna say. Honestly, no. But what I did notice was you giving hints heavy handed a lot of the time of like, they're focusing on the wrong thing. And there's Guthrie. <laughs> of like, oh, look. In general, though. Yeah, absolutely. But like in this one, like, for instance, the dentist's office, like nobody was asking certain questions. And so he goes, yeah, well, it's a good thing you didn't come last night because the power went out. <laughs> so, it, yeah, I, I don't think so. It was fun to see Tim go down certain red herrings that he created for himself that yeah. weren't mentioned. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was just amazed at how long you guys got hung up on the flowers, like, transforming into people. Yes, that's, that's what <laughs> I, I, like. I think some of that probably even got cut out because it felt like we were on that for, like, an hour. Oh, yeah, it was so long. Though. I ended up, I think, it was like about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it felt like an hour. <laughs> well, it's because you guys kept calling back. <laughs> That's right. We called back so many times. Yeah. 
It was that's the yeah. perfect example of the red herring that Tim created <laughs> for himself. Like, hmm, an imposter. <laughs> maybe she transformed into himself now. And then you're like, well, maybe if you want to gamble some more, I can tell you how the magic actually works. No. Well, yeah, actually, I figured it out. What that was was I wanted them all to owe him a favor. Sure. And so I intentionally spaced out the information because they did so well. Yeah, I mean, you guys all like won your first hand. Yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't tell you everything right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I have no idea what Big and Smalls took. I don't know. <laughs> they took something. <laughs> I am glad that that wrapped up, though, at the end of the story. Me too. <laughs> so we didn't have to record another session. <laughs> How did you get, that was, I I mean, I did a fair bit of mystery with Rattlestead as well about understanding what's going on, but I, I don't know. How did you guys feel about, like, the mystery and the pacing of it and, like, the clues, did you feel like you had a grasp on what was, yep. on where to go, what to try? It took a little bit of, like, I enjoy kind of the whodunit type stuff. And, like, I think it may have taken me a little bit longer, partially because I was also just, like, part of my problem was I was also distracted since I knew I'd be doing Tower of Lost Magic next. And it was, like, take notes of someone DMing <laughs> Savage Worlds because this will be my first time DMing in Savage Worlds coming up soon. It was kind of I was took more note of that, so that probably maybe maybe why I didn't focus or pay, pick up on him as much clues. You were kind of or why I had to be like, hey, so here's here's a bit more like right in front of your face now. Yeah, I'm absolutely just your typical clueless player. I I, I felt like I knew where to go, and uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> Once there, I have no idea what to try. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a hundred percent. Like, I'm yeah. <laughs> I can push the story along, but I d- most often don't know where the story's going. So I'm uh, just pushing in a direction and hope <laughs> hope that it works. You are a great pusher of the story. It's just <laughs> where that direction's going. We don't know. I have no idea. As the editor, I I really start putting you into boxes of like certain things and. Kyle's the one that you can always count on when it comes to RP. Like, he will roleplay when you need him to roleplay, be the character. Tim will push the story forward in ways that you don't know where he's going. <laughs> yep. Nathan's going to be a little bit more ridiculous. He's going to be like, I'm going to say something random and just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to play the game with the DM right now. <laughs> and Guthrie's the king of transitions. Yeah. As the GM and as the player, it's like, I have a plan (laughs) or here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Pause. And here's now where we're going to go. Yeah. yeah, So, and then it's me and I'm perfect. So that's fine. It's true. I (laughs) lean for that adventure. I lean very heavily on node based scenario design, Mm. which you can read all about on the Alexandrian website. I don't remember exactly what it is. I didn't come (laughs) up with this. Someone who put a lot more time into it than I did. It's a, it's a great series of articles, but basically like what it turned into was I essentially just created five nodes that all had clues that pointed to other things. So like the first one was just the girls themselves. They had a bunch of information. So they pointed to the next three nodes, which were the, the talent agency and Mr. Big and the flower shop, Jeff's gold blooms. <laughs> oh, that's right. Jeff's gold blooms, which I have been holding on to for a very long time yes. over a year now. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And we didn't explain this in the actual show, but Cloverleaf was what we recorded. We might have explained this somewhere earlier. We've mentioned it. We've mentioned it. Yeah, Cloverleaf was what we recorded before Rattlestead that is lost to um, the No, ether. I know where it is. Uh, oh, it's alive? It's there. Oh. It just hasn't been touched. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Because, it, yeah, we don't need to go into those details. <laughs> it's It was just our first time recording something, and it's kind of rough. So basically, those three nodes all pointed to each other and also to the final plot, the final node that was what they were doing, the heist. And so essentially, you can move through them in any order, which you did, and you completely really kind of skipped the flower shop. There was more yeah. information you could have gathered there. But you didn't need to, because by that time you'd figured out what was going on. Speedrun. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, you still hand, you still addressed it because you sent the police there to take out a bunch of the guys. Yeah. And that if you hadn't done something like that, they would have all been there in the final fight and it would have been more difficult for you. Oh. Go us. I was impressed that you did that. I wasn't sure if Guthrie like, changed the six people not being able to go to the final fight because of that, or if that was his plan if you did that. so that, No, it was entirely based on your actions. I'm like, there are, what was it, the two or three main guys and then the mm. 12 henchmen. Yep. So you can deal with the henchmen whenever, wherever, but they're going to come up. Yeah. So you dealt with them off screen. What we do? I think there were a couple points that never came up, which was okay, too. Like, I, I described... Ginny's watch is off by a half hour. Mm-hmm. It was actually off by 23 and a half hours, which was why it showed gotcha. the wrong day. Yeah. And so they did that. They made her lose a day because the next day um, was when she was like scheduled for a day off. Oh. And so she was going to think it was her day off while it was gotcha. really her day to go to the bank. And so we... they would take her place and not have two Ginny's in the same place. Yeah. And we focused on that a lot more and showed her that it was today. Yeah. So I loved the phone call scenes because... <laughs> All like 50 of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's... Well, yeah. But the one with calls. the girls, because you call and... What was the first girl's name? Uh, Ruby. 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 You call Ruby and she's like, oh, yeah, we're fine. And then you're like, yeah, okay, boom, done. And then you guys second guess yourself. You're like, well, shoot, let's call back. And then Ginny answers. She's like, hello, why are you calling? Yeah. And she's like, oh, you want to speak with her again? Okay. And then she's like, what? (laughs) I I feel like that's definitely a little bit of Seth just being like, you guys are dumb. Like, you just get. Well, I just did that because you would basically, the way you were approaching it was you didn't want Ginny to know. What was going on? Because you didn't completely trust her at that point. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, well, yeah, she's going to answer the phone now. <laughs> Just make it a little more complicated. Perfect. I love Bamboo's fascination with the baseball. <laughs> yes. And Tim's attempt to record it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll memorize it. <laughs> Game you don't listen to. <laughs> and what, did you just make up the player's name? Yeah. Because I know you like baseball, but. Made up the name, made up the team. Let's see, you covered all the the Easter eggs of all the characters. You had oh, yeah. Yeah. Pete's oh, yeah, orthodontist. Said. And then we had two fingers. The Grimsley Gazette. Grimsley was, Gazette. 
And then no, not the Grinsley. Oh no, no, no! It was the the Galpin. Galpin, Galpin, because that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was a tabloid, wasn't? It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that feels pretty on brand for. And then we had the railroad, the Rivers Railroad. But I don't know. Was that the only thing that was? I really think to I also Alvin? mentioned Alvin at the end. Yes, I you, knew a guy. Well, the talent agency, or you when you said that. Yeah, we the talent that. agent for Jenny to meet for the movies. <laughs> the only Easter egg that I didn't get in there was Samira. Mm. But since I had already established her as an elf chief yeah. in the previous yeah. one, I'm like, it, she'd be too important. Kyle actually kept trying to, uh, kept trying to <laughs> pitch me places to put her in. I just didn't pick up on it. <laughs> he was like asking me to describe the waitress, thinking, "Oh, this is the perfect spot to put her in," and it was. It was the perfect <laughs> spot, and I, I didn't yeah. didn't pick up on it. I tried very hard. I had to cut out a couple of those. Asking for the name of because <laughs> there's so many of them. <laughs> Notoriously, like Tim, for some reason, can come up with names like like that. Nathan, I don't feel like we asked you a bunch of name things or or Probably you had them planned. You had a lot of names bit. ahead of time. Yes, <laughs> I did. But there's a lot of times I'd be like, I'd be cycling through some names. I'm just like, nope, okay, that nope, that's too, that's actually a character I'm from something I'm reading right now. Nope, yep, can't, <laughs> don't want to use that. Don't use that name. Dang it, I already used that name. <laughs> but I. I I just love it when we ask Guthrie because he's just like, why are you asking me this? I know. It's because when, I, when I'm preparing, I don't think about characters as their names. I think about them as their story relevance. I'm yeah. like, okay, this person has this role in the story. And so I have doesn't to matter to me what their name is. Did it just to mess with him too? <laughs> well, yeah. yes. Well, and then we, start, we started doing that in Rattlestead too of like, what's the dragon's name? What's the dragon's mate's name? <laughs> What's that person's name? Yeah. It's just the way I like to mess with Seth when he's DMing. I just like make him name everything. Because I, I never think of names beforehand. Yeah. yeah. You'd think by this point I'd start doing it, but... <laughs> no. Well, it, it's one as the editor because it's one of those, like, if I, if I were to leave it in... There'd be like thirty seconds of silence and everybody like chuckling as that's like I don't know I don't know I don't know <laughs> or, or us throwing him stupid name suggestions that also happens quite frequently so I have to cut some of that because it's just it's entertaining but it's also not yeah <laughs> so which I have some bloopers which will be at the end of this if you listen all the way through hey Ooh. blooper reel a bloop bloop <laughs> I was it, I, I found it interesting that we only went eighty years in the future but I guess that makes sense because westerns versus like. 1930s era that's not that far of a jump so it just feels like it because of the technology that really 80s might have been too far get in the comments i also (laughs) i noticed listening to it that um i said at the beginning i'm i'm like i don't know if television's been invented but then, I mean, the movies were a hot point. But I, mean, I guess they did but exist television, first. The movies yeah, were television first. didn't exist. Yeah, but yeah, moving pictures did. That makes sense. Yes, the they're silence. moving pictures. Yeah. My wife would, if she were here, she would she would tell you that I I was chuckling frequently when I was listening. <laughs> I mean, it was inter- you know because I can't just edit it in one sitting, and so I have to listen to things multiple times. So I would chuckle the first time, and then smile the second, and then. Roll my eyes the third time. It's like, okay, yes, I, I get it. But nobody else does because it's the first time. So for the music, I definitely went more like uh, film noir-esque, jazzy, uh, you know, stuff like that. And I think it works, like, for the for what we were doing. Yeah, I think you nailed it with the music. It was fun. It was exactly the vibe I was picturing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like goofy detective-ish. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but not well, that goofy. Oh. <laughs> well, like when you're in Two Fingers too, like it felt like a like a cigar club. Yeah. Like it really felt like a 
underground, sneaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were, uh, I was telling Guthrie that with his style of jamming with those transitions, with the music, it's it's a really natural way to introduce the tran- the next scene with music yeah. because of the way that we transition into those scenes. Mm-hmm. Versus like Nathan and Tim, both of you had those, but it was more of the music during the scene that kind of helped place some of the the scene a little bit more. Yeah. So. Same with the next season of Cthulhu. We're not season. It's a one shot. One shot. So same with that coming out next Monday. Whoop, whoop. If you, if you're listening to this, you you know what's coming because we've released it on social media. So it's Cthulhu. 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 Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I I mean. I think it was it was really fun to come back to Rattlestead. It was fun mm-hmm. to do it in another system, a different system too. Yeah. Um, now we just got to keep the tradition and go futuristic or modern in another system. So there we're going to go. pull a Brandon Sanderson here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if the the music that was fitting for the last like for this season is more like the jazzy noir kind of stuff. Yeah. If we're thinking like 80, 80 years ahead in the future. Oh. I'm just thinking like what kind of music would that be then? I'm like. And like Parvi, honestly, when you were saying about doing a jazz, like have it or like it was a jazzy thing, I'm like, all right, we we take this the next step further and we make it ska. <laughs> <laughs> like, and like, Wouldn't eighty years in the future just be yes. 2010? I see. I think the next logical step is you skip ahead to a, essentially the 1980s. You do kids on bikes. Mm. Yeah, we have that system. Yeah, and kids. On, I mean, kids on bikes. That genre has to work. Before cell phones, it doesn't. It doesn't work if you have cell phones. <laughs> like many sitcoms, <laughs> yes. they, get, they get ruined by it, cell phones. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, all those stories are dependent on two-way radios. Hey. Yeah, not being able to immediately get in contact with people, or not no. being able to get in contact with the right people. You could probably call the cops and say hello, cops. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> that that could be. You could you could probably do that. That's genius. That's <laughs> that's a that, yeah. That's a thing you could do. Yeah. Nathan, you ought to write that down. I, I need to remember that for later. <laughs> well, maybe we will come back to Rattlestead in the eighties. I can do very uh, um, like big hair band music. Yeah, for background stuff. Okay. Well, next summer. Whoop, whoop. It'll be our summer for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, start planning those names now. (laughs) It'll take you that long. I will not. (laughs) Just say informant one, informant two. They'll be FBI agent and (laughs) alien. (laughs) (laughs) The little mouth of the alien or the big mouth? Have you have you seen Alien? You know, I have not. Oh. Well, I'm familiar with the alien. It's got two mouths, like a uh, a moray eel. Very yes, yes, very similar. That's the Mori. I know. That's, that's I, the Mori. I was trying to think, I've seen a meme about that. <laughs> when, when the da, da, hits when your the eyes. Face sitter, or the oh, face I... hugger <laughs> clamps down, that's the Mori. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I remember one specifically about a pharyngeal jaw. That's what it's called. A pharyngeal Pharyng- jaw? I think so. Look in the description for no. For a- I'm not doing that. <laughs> Cut that right out. <laughs> no, I'll probably keep it. <laughs> so this has been uh, the warranty for Cipher Solutions. For Cipher, Cipher Solutions. Solutions, yeah.
Tune in next time to hear. <laughs> Tune in next time in a few months. That's a morning. Next week is uh, part one of Cthulhu Do. Yep. Followed by the second part. Which we have a special guest uh, yes. for the Cthulhu Do. So uh, super excited about that. Yep. And then after. I still haven't heard Cthulhu Do. I have no idea what to expect. Ooh. That's right. Yeah, Guthrie was Wasn't not there. able to come for that one. Um, yeah. And then after Cthulhu Do, we have a creator quest. Wow. Not plural. We have a creator mm. quest. Um, with Dale, who, if you listen to the voice coaching, that that was Dale, and so that that'll be coming out in November. Yeah, and then we have some other exciting things happening. Like what? Stuff. Exciting stuff. Yeah, and stuff. things. Okay, things. Um, things and stuff. Kyle, follow stop. us on stop social joking. media. Stop me. <laughs> <laughs> follow us on social media for all of our updates on stuff like that. So yeah, at I think it's at GU Adventure Pod. Yep. Everywhere. All platforms at Geo Adventure Pod. And if you want to leave us reviews, that bumps us up so that way boop, it boop, gets boop. shared with people. So leave us those reviews. And I know you might be thinking, oh, that seems like so much effort. It's really not. You just open up your phone right now and review us. You it. And leave tell you what, too, if, if you, you like. do it, if you do it after this is released, I'll make the other guys read them out loud. I'll make the other guys read. I was actually thinking about that too. <laughs> yeah, so do it and say things, and they will. And we will have to repeat them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. In character voice. Yeah, in, in character <laughs> voice. In what we think your voice sounds like. Caveat: <laughs> not that. family friendly. Family friendly. Yes, but we will repeat things if you leave word us reviews. For word with slight alterations. That's right, and we'll attempt to say the name of the person too because yes. we already have one. That is an unintelligible name. What was that one? <laughs> Bunch of letters. Yeah, see, Bunch here, I'll, I'll start us off because... There we go. Ooh, ooh, we so actually that do way, have That one. way I don't have to do it. So, we have a review from <clears throat> N-D-N-D-L-I-J-Q-L-A-G-B-B-F-D-B-D, who said, this is the best podcast out there. Fantastic. Mm. Rated five stars. Woo. Perfect. But the only one who wrote an actual review. So come on, y'all. Write them reviews. Make us say things. (laughs) Make make us say things. Make us say family-friendly things. (laughs) Make us translate what you say into a family-friendly thing. (laughs) No, just be family-friendly, period. Challenge mode. (laughs) Just be family-friendly, period. Yes, be family-friendly. Okay. This has been Guaranteed Adventures. (laughs) I'm your GM, Seth. And going around the table, we've got... Do that for the warranties? I thought we just ended the warranties. We can just end it. All right, bye. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was the thing with the warranty. We didn't do an ending thing. We just ended it. Sure. I think that's right. All right, bye. Okay, bye. Oh, he gets to do that, but you guys yell at me when I do it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. (laughs) What's the catering company called? It could be important. Um, what's a good name for a catering company? <laughs> Cipher. <laughs> I uh, reach into the car and pull out today's newspaper and say, "Janay." <laughs> okay, so here we go. Let's see. Oh, it's been a while. What first card goes face down? Anybody play blackjack? No. No. Okay. Do any of you know how to play blackjack? (laughs) (laughs) Nope.